0: are listening to community voices on NPR Illinois 919 UIS
1: Welcome back to Community Voices on 91.9 UIS. I'm Randy Eccles. Something a little different for you in today's segment. We usually are focusing on people in the community. Instead, we have an opportunity for the community. And we're talking with, from NPR, Bob Boylan and Bobby Carter, involved with the Tiny Desk organization, the Tiny Desk project. And this time, it's the Tiny Desk contest. Hi, guys. How are you? All good. Hey, Randy. Hello. Doing great. This is not the first time there's been a Tiny Desk Contest. It's another opportunity this year for folks to enter. Tell us more. What is the Tiny Desk Contest?
2: I think you put it right by saying you have an opportunity for your audience. If your audiences are people who are creators and like to make music and want their music to be heard, that's what the contest is for. It's exactly those people. First of all, we do a thing called the Tiny Desk Concert Series. We've been doing that for 15 years. It's a chance when people play at uh, my desk at NPR. It's a chance for them to be heard in a much larger audience. So if there are any artists out there that feel creative, that want their music to be heard, to want to make a living doing music, this is a nice step in that direction to enter a contest and they have till March 13th to make that decision.
1: Tiny desk, I mean, most folks are now aware of it, but it, it started off a small concept and, and it's really blown up. Can you give us a little bit of the history?
0: Bob and Stephen Thompson, they were in Austin, Texas for South by Southwest. They ran into an artist who was performing. They couldn't hear the artist perform because it was so loud. They invited Lord Gibson. The <laughs> crowd was very loud and they couldn't hear Lord. <laughs> they invited her to NPR headquarters to perform those songs in a quiet space. I recall Bob saying, we may be on to something, let's see what happens. And nearly 15 years later, here we are. We invite everybody to the desk now, big or small, to perform these songs behind the desk in a much more intimate manner.
1: It's really quite the setup if anybody is thinking here imagining what their cubicle may be or their office it's not real big bob I've I've been there for uh, <laughs> an example of one of the tiny desk shows have you had to do anything to change your workspace to make this work what
2: year were you there
1: would have been probably about 2018 or so okay
2: so it's the same desk same space nothing's changed just more objects on the back shelf <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> right quite uh, the collection it's yeah. very fun to look at
2: it's a pretty small um, space and you figuring out how to juggle your drums and piano is exactly that
1: didn't you have the dirty dozen brass band or somebody there one time some <laughs> we've had them march- we've,
2: we've had a we've had a, a literal marching band there with 22 <laughs> people i think that might be the biggest it's fun and that's the challenge and the challenge if you're a creative soul Though challenges may feel frightening, they're also the most exciting and the most rewarding to do.
1: In this version, the tiny desk contest, the control is really in the artists. The, the real key is they have to have, what, a desk in the video?
2: That's right. And an original song. A couple other rules NPR, but that's the essence of it. One song.
1: We'll also have a link on nprillinois.org. So if you're interested in getting your band submission in, that is something that you can do. The deadline is, is it March 13th? Yeah, March 13th. Looking back at the history of the Tiny Desk concert, these bands that came in initially, it was a good opportunity for you to hear them and communicate what was going on to the listenership of NPR. But this has become one of the major music discovery aspects, I, I would say, currently. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. What bands have you most been excited to have seen come through? Or, or what do you, if you don't want to talk about a specific band, what is it that really lights up a performance
0: for me is watching them completely recreate what they normally do for our space like you said tiny desk has sort of blossomed and grown into the thing that's beyond anybody's expectation but with that people want co- to get behind that desk and make an impression the most fun shows for me i have them i've, I've loved the shows the most when their performances tailor-made for the tiny desk, so that means stripping away everything that they
2: that they do on stage, and just creating something new for the space. I'm with you. And We had just had Bono and The Edge come and play a tiny desk <laughs> concert. You think of an arena, you think of two guys behind a desk. It's, they're the ones that reimagined how to do their stuff in a way. That was very different. They've been reimagining their music. They love working with colleges and, and musicians and students, and they brought in a, a choir of local D.C. singers. Quite amazing. It, it'll be out in the world later on. The challenge that Bobby's talking about and what the artist brings to the table that's different is, is a whole fun, both for the creator and the, and the viewer.
1: How they adapt to the situation, right?
2: Exactly.
1: One thing people don't see when the tiny desk is, the videos come out, is that Usually, there's a ton of staff standing around watching the show. It's become quite popular as a break at NPR, hasn't it? <laughs> it's a nice perk.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, during COVID, we, we, we used to allow NPR folks to invite a guest or two, but we haven't been able to do that. It is a beautiful thing when you work in an office and your lunch break. And be watching, well, you name your favorite artist.
1: Bobby, what did it take to to get that cubicle space set up to be able to shoot the video?
0: We have a small but mighty staff who's ready to go. We usually get things set up and ready to go a day prior. Our engineer, Josh Rogerson, and our video staff, they get prepped. Usually Josh sets, sets up the instruments, mics everything up, gets all of that ready to go before the artist gets in the room and then our staff, they like the our video staff, they plot out the space. We communicate closely with the bands to find out what they're trying to do and reach that happy medium on what works with the space. We keep it going. We we put out, we shoot about three a week. It's nonstop. It's a lot of fun.
1: Have you had a situation where it just didn't work out or somebody was hard to work with?
0: I I wouldn't say hard to work with. We won't put anything out that the artist isn't happy with. Been a very, very rare occasion where they they weren't exactly happy with the output and we, you know, we aren't fortunate. All. Something I learned from Bob is that we want to make, we want to make the artists happy with what they do because this stuff lives forever. Listen, we've had artists come in who didn't really understand what it was, but once it's over, they, they were really, really fulfilled by how it turned out. So it, it, it's a true challenge, especially the longer you've been in the music industry and the, and the bigger you are and you're used to getting what you, what you asked for on stage. We don't do that at the Tiny Desk. You got to kind of rework your world for us. It it usually works out.
1: It lives forever after that. And for people who are going to enter the Tiny Desk contest, it's a real opportunity. I got turned on to Fantastic Negrito and Tank and the Bangas after seeing them come through this contest. What do you recommend to bands? You're both, I think, judges for it, right? Yep. What do you Mm -hmm. recommend to a local band who's thinking about putting together a video to have the best opportunity?
2: I would say first thing is don't worry as much about the look of it. Concern yourself with putting out a song there that is the song that your audience loves the most. Often, even when, no matter who you are as a band, when you come play a Tiny Desk, I always say to them, and if they care to do it, they do it, which is to play that one song that your audience loves the most, to start with. And I say that because even though you may be a popular band out there coming to play The Tiny Desk, many people who come watch The Tiny Desk may not know you. So play the thing that's going to engage them the most. I would say that to Tiny Desk contest entries is that think about that one song that you play in front of people that they just like want to hear or the one you save for the very end. That would be the good song to probably enter the contest with.
0: Bobby, any tips? Bob nailed it. The very best. You get one song, not the one that you necessarily love the most, or maybe it's the one you love the most, but just your best song, give it give it your best because this is the one shot. Unlike what we do behind the real desk, which is it's usually one take. You can perfect this. If you hit a sour note, do it over. Just make it right because each and every video we're watching, we're addressing all of the videos. Best foot forward.
1: I'm guessing it's pretty competitive too. There are a lot of entries. How many entries do you usually get? Thousands. So you better get it right if you can. <laughs>
2: your audience to have fun with it it's important that this is something that they're going to enjoy and something they're going to be proud of so there's that too
1: one of the great things about this contest is you make available to the local station the entries so that they can be shared on their website and and get the band some more exposure that way
2: yeah and i hope it forms some community too i know when we do tours in cities with the contest winner uh, which we're going to go to a number of cities this year, we often get bands from that city who entered to play on stage with the winner in an evening. And then seeing those musicians and the audience who didn't know one another beforehand interact that's the community we like to bring together. And it sounds like you're doing that as a station. So that's that's great.
1: It's a great moment when you get to see that connection. And you said there's a tour. I think I saw it's going to go to Chicago and a few other places. Have you gone on the tour with the winners? What's that like?
2: Pre-COVID, I would go on, on all the tours with the winners. And Bobby could attest. It's thrilling to see these music communities come together because what happens is they're not only going to see the winner, but they're going to see their, maybe their, Best friends band be on stage, and and all of these people from one little area come together. And little could be me, meaning Seattle, you know, or, or or Washington State. They come together and they learn about each other because so many times, so many of these small artists only get to play the little venue in their little town, and not anywhere. So other people don't know them, and it's a discovery.
1: Often it's the break that gets a lot of the uh, NPR or AAA stations or whatever around the country to add them to the playlist. I hope so. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. Yeah,
0: it's important to remember we aren't just putting a spotlight on the winner. We do. We're going to move forward again with our top shelf series on YouTube. That's where Bob and I I'll talk about some of our favorite entries and play those each week on NPR.org. There's going to be some favorites there. Yes, it's great to win. The goal is to win. Um, someone's going to see, it and and we're gonna we're gonna help with the exposure sure.
1: Genre doesn't really matter. Any genre is is open to submit. Absolutely.
2: In fact, we encourage it. The wider variety of stuff we see and we can share with the audience that makes us happy.
1: Anything new about the contest this year?
2: After COVID, so a lot of people uh, are getting together again with friends in the last year or so since uh, our last contest, more so. And uh, and so hopefully that will be a unifying experience for folks. Rule-wise, it's, it's the same.
1: You'll be able to find all that at nprillinois.org. Just look for the Tiny Desk Contest, and you can figure out how to rally your bandmates or uh, collaborating artists and put something together and get it submitted before the deadline, which is March 13th, coming up. While I have you guys, what are you hearing lately that you're really enjoying?
2: Contest entries.
1: <laughs> That's what you'll
2: be listening to all the time for a while, right? Yeah. yeah, call me up tomorrow. Contest oh. entries. <laughs> That's
1: it. Yeah. When you say there are thousands of entries, you, you listen to all those? That's amazing. As we hang up. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Bob Boylan and Bobby Carter of NPR and the Tiny Desk contest this time. Yes, it's your chance as a local musician to to be heard on a much broader basis. So we hope you'll consider getting a video together. There are a few rules. The biggest is make sure you have some sort of desk in the video. Beyond that, just pick your your best, most engaging song and and get submitted by March 13th. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on Community Voices. Take care. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. The Tiny Desk Contest. The Tiny Desk concert has become quite the thing over the years. And last year, we even had a few local entries in the contest. We're hoping for more this year. Here's an example of one of last year's entries Roads and Battles Trio, written in the stars. We are Roads and Battles, and this is written in the stars. Any road. Written in the stars, an entry from last year's Tiny Desk contest from Roads and Battles Trio. The winner from 2022 was Elisa Amador, Milonga Accidental.
3: el mero centro siempre soy testigo y juez Love
1: Winner from 2022, Elisa Amador. Milonga Accidental. We'll see this year who gets theirs in and is the next winner of the Tiny Desk Contest. More details at nprillinois.org. You can also see the video entries from the artists in the show today. Remember the deadline for the Tiny Desk Contest submissions March 13th. You need a desk and original song along with other rules that you can find at nprillinois.org. This is Community Voices.